everybody, Chris here with a few quick announcements. One, iTunes. If you haven't and you can, please rate us on iTunes even if you listen elsewhere. Two, on our own dot supply is our shop, or you can get there by senserightnow.com. Go to supply. Three, if it's within your means to support us in any way with uh, financial support, Patreon account, and a tip jar on the podcast page. And four, you can't hear Matt on this episode. <laughs> Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast. The podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com. With your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. With our guest tonight, founder and photographer of The Rooms Project, Jill Bauer. Hello. Hey, Jill. Hey, guys. Chris calling back with... Hi, this is Jeff. Hi, Jill. Hi, how are you? Good. Hi, Matt. Um, are, you ready, are we ready to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for you. Cool. Good. All right. Uh, then, yeah, let's, uh, let's jump in. And uh, I'll just say... Tonight on Since Right Now, we have Jill, and we're we're doing last names, right? Yeah, you last names. Are yeah. Right. You have a last name, right? I mean, I, I think I do. Okay. So, <laughs> Jill, Jill Bauer, um, <laughs> who many of you will likely know from the Rooms Project, which is just a phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I see it as a as a photographic project, yeah. but we were just talking about it, and it's it's it documents people's stories in, yeah. in a variety of ways. Both you know, you collect audio and and written stories, but um, in my mind, it's always been a photographic project first. And maybe I'll let you take it away from there, and we'll sort of go backwards and forwards through your story, how you came to it, yeah. and uh, how you ended up sure. pursuing this project, um, and how, what what it is to you. So, sure. All mine. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little about it. You guys are throwing me in. Um, okay. Here's the deep end. Go swim. <laughs> Wait, you want somebody else to talk for a minute? Okay. Um, no, 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 no. It's just uh, it's past my bedtime because I'm like an old man over here. Uh-oh. But uh, no, I'm kidding. Are you in Philly right now? Yeah, I am. I'm in Philadelphia. Did you guys? Did you eat a cheesesteak today? Because that's all we know about Philly. I I mean, I dreamt about eating a cheesesteak, <laughs> but I didn't make it happen. Um, <laughs> But uh, I'm sure you guys can hear like a slight Philly accent hanging in there somewhere. Oh, okay. But <laughs> all right, sure. Now that you mention it, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so the Rooms Project, uh, as you said, I mean it's a photo series. Uh, it's an audio and photo story series on individuals living in recovery um, from addiction and alcoholism. So, you know, um, I started the project in March of 2014. Um, and essentially I've just been traveling. Um, I have been to, I think 20 States, which is totally insane at this point. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's really awesome. Um, so I've been to 20 states and have met with people um, who I've met on like Twitter and Facebook and um, who have signed up through the website uh, just to record their stories and photograph them in their own environment, which is pretty cool. Well, was it was that always the plan to take it that far? Or did it just sort of happen? Um, it kind of just happened. Um, I started by photographing people that I knew uh, in Philadelphia. And, <clears throat> you know, I threw up a blog and people started posting links to their stories on Facebook. And, you know, from like each story that got posted, somebody else would sign up and then somebody else would sign up. Mm-hmm. And, um, I started, uh, when I got on Twitter, people started reaching out to me from different, uh, states and like being, you know, a total addict. (laughs) So like one person reached out to me from Chicago and I was like, I should do a Chicago road trip. I could totally fill it in like all the states in between. And, um, but then once I promoted that I was traveling, then, uh, more people kind of jumped in and started, uh, volunteering to share their stories and, it kind of just snowballed from there. Wow. That's amazing. And what, yeah. was, what was the inspiration to do this? Were you just at meetings looking at people thinking somebody's got to do this or was it just one person? And Yeah, I mean... Um, a moment of clarity where this was like, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, I have, I have a journalism background and so I love good stories, Mm -hmm. um, that are just like rooted, um, you know, and like common themes that we would like see in literature. And I think like so many stories that I would hear at meetings, I mean, they're all about overcoming adversity and like man versus self. And, um, and these are a lot of inspirational, uh, stories that people aren't hearing if they're not already in the recovery community. Mm -hmm. Um, so from there I decided to approach it as more of like a documentary style project so that you could place like a story with a face with a person in their own environment. Um, and the first person that signed up, uh, to participate, um, in the project was actually, even though I had planned to start doing friends, um, this was somebody that you know, I'd like put up a Facebook page and this woman signed up and I had no idea who she was. And when I got there, she told me her entire story and I wasn't planning on doing audio and I left and I was like, shit, like I don't have, um, any of this. Were you just writing them? Were you just like taking notes like a journalist and writing them? Right. I didn't even have a notepad. Like I was like, I hope none of my students hear this because I'm a journalism professor. And, um, (laughs) I swear to you. And I didn't even bring a notepad because I was like, cool, I'm just going to show up, take some photos. Uh, you know, photojournalism or are you a writer? Photojournalism. Yeah. But you learned to write. Yeah. I mean, I started as a writer, um, and then moved to photos. So, um, So, yeah, so there I I actually ended up going back and recording um, her story to uh, clean up after myself after not bringing my notepad or recorder. (laughs) And she she was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. You just put an ad on Facebook and said, hey, I want to do this project. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. 
um, and people were pretty into it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the thing's phenomenal. So you've been to 20 states now. Yeah, a lot of states. And what's what's the reaction like? I'm sure everyone then shares, the, say, oh my God, I'm on this, check this out. And everyone just sort of helps promote it, you know, to come see their thing. And I'm sure that just builds and builds and builds. Do you get a lot of notes from people who have found sobriety through this thing? Um, I, I mean, I definitely, you know, don't want to take credit for anybody finding sobriety through it, we but all the time we know. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, there have been, uh, a few people who after seeing, um, somebody in, like on Facebook post their story from the site who have gotten sober, um, and are still sober, which is pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, it's opened up like a lot of doors. I've had, um, as I mentioned, I teach journalism and actually, um, through this college kids or high school. Yeah. College? Yeah. College what, kids. What school? Uh, Temple university. Yeah. That sounds and, prestigious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good school. We have yeah. a really good journalism sure. program. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had, uh, now that students know that I'm working on the project, um, I've had students come to me who are struggling, um, or who have like parents who are struggling. Um, and so that's been pretty cool as well to like be able to be there and be open about it. Yeah. Um, so they have somebody to talk to. Um, and you know, a, a lot of, uh, like faculty members, I mean, a lot of students, like wh when I was in college, I was just like a complete hot mess. And, uh, I didn't really know who to, you know, talk to about it. And a lot of colleges, uh, faculty, uh, is like uneducated about, uh, like students needing to go to rehab and, um, the aftercare process. And so I've had students who are literally just getting out of rehab, um, that have come to me and I'm able to like help them and like accommodate them, um, in getting back into, uh, their schooling. So that's been pretty cool. Yeah, I bet. That's terrific. Yeah. We had Ivana, who did we have on Groh that thing? Grohovac, Ivana, yeah. Yeah, who is... Her whole mission in life is to bring more recovery options and help to college campuses. So this is a huge problem. Or huge, uh, there's just not a lot of resource out there, right? Yeah, not not really. I think it depends on um, the college. Yeah. I mean, there are. I mean, like going into this project, I like had no idea. Um, I, I only knew like twelve step recovery and didn't really understand any of like the advocacy work. Um, and like different movements that were happening. And so, I mean, a lot of college campuses are now, um, they now have like on campus recovery organizations and recovery housing and, and, um, that, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, that's just unfortunately, um, not something that we currently have at Temple. Um, but they have you. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and you're, you're a, you're a visible, it would beacon of, of recovery. Would that be? I mean, I, I guess like within, I think it's only within, uh, my department and school. yeah. Yeah. And so we have, um, there is like a smaller organization that's been trying to form, um, 
but it's still, I, I don't know, like some of the resources are still a bit outdated and I'm not trying to call like negative attention to temple, but no. No. I think it's just highlighting a larger, um, problem like across the u.s you know yeah, exactly and it's and it's a it's sort of it crosses all boundaries the the challenges that are you know quite frankly being addressed right now um probably with more focus and and purpose than they have been in a long time um go yeah. back up go back yeah. up and get a little bit of your story i know it's on the site or in your site um yeah. but uh just how you came to be at this point in your life what what preceded it yeah, from, um, a, from a your drinking you know, history. Yeah, now. yeah. And then when I was three, the drinking history. <laughs> My drunkalog. Yeah. Oh God. Give us the highlights. You know the good, no. the good stuff. Get, right. get us. So yeah, I had yeah. my first drink and then I blacked out for like twelve years, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some highlights, man. I need like a drunk reel that I could just like play mm -hmm. for yeah. myself. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I was, I was first introduced like the idea of alcohol as a kid. Um, my, my mom had a really, uh, rough upbringing and that actually resulted from her mother getting hit and killed uh, by a drunk driver on oh the gosh. 4th of July. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so she went through a lot of, you know, trauma. I don't really want to tell her story too much, but um, this was the direct result of her mother being killed by somebody that was driving drunk. And then you fast forward to me as a teenager and like as an adult, and I was a constant drunk driver. Um even, you know, even with knowing this, like in the back of my mind, yeah. I was somebody that would drive drunk all the time. Wow. Um, yeah. So and, and God, I wonder, cause you would never equate those two. I wonder if subconsciously something had to do, I mean, that's crazy behavior and I, we've all done it. Mm -hmm. God, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just shows, um, I guess like how like insane my thinking was yeah. drinking. Um, and and how like all bets were off. So so it's, you drank alcoholically from the first from the get go. Yeah, immediately, immediately. Like mine um, was not really. It was a very fast progression. I guess there was no like slow, slow death. You know. Right. Um, so yeah, I I was a blackout drinker like very early on, um, and I would uh i think like when i when i first got sober i would hear a lot of stories about um people being suicidal and i would always say well i wasn't that bad uh but realistically i think i was drinking suicidally from day one um where i needed to drink myself into oblivion and not like feel or remember anything and so um you know that's that's pretty much i mean how i drank i drank from uh the age of i guess like 17 and i was definitely drinking alcoholically by the time that i was 18 and i drank until i was uh 29 okay. um a good run that's like almost ex that's exactly my was window almost yeah. yeah really yeah 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 it was a good run um not really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know 
And so what was your what was your bottom moment of clarity? Did you go to AA? Did you get treatment? And how'd you stop? Yeah. Um so I I had tried uh man, it's so weird. Like I feel like I I bottomed out uh in my early twenties, yet managed to keep going. I started getting yeah, like I started getting all of these um like material things somehow. I was like managing, even though I was a raging alcoholic, mm-hmm. to um get, you know, multiple really good jobs and a nice place and a car. Um so I was able to maintain that and uh, a lot like my crisis moments were really like in my early twenties, but I think I hit like an emotional bottom, uh, right after I turned 29 and, um, you know, like my last drunk was like really nothing impressive. I got drunk, uh, because it was March madness, even though I had (laughs) literally never watched a college basketball game in my life. (laughs) I was like, gotta get drunk, March Madness, you know. <laughs> it has the word madness, the madness in it. There you go. <laughs> um, you know, and I ended up at like a gay bar with a bunch of gay men, and I'm like, neither gay nor man. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. That's just <laughs> so many excuses. Yeah. You know. Now I want to uh, make a shirt that says it's March Madness somewhere. <laughs> I would buy it. I would buy so many. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, so I you're just, at the I, bar. You're not gay. You're with a bunch of gay men. And this is your bottom right now. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm not gay and I'm not a man. And I'm watching basketball. Well, um, it actually, it's so fantastic. So I, I managed, on, like my last night of drinking, I managed to be like half as drunk as like I normally was, yet still somehow got flagged from like one of the trashiest gay bars in Philadelphia. And, um, and if you're getting flagged at this bar, like Mm. there's definitely something wrong, you know, (laughs) it's, it's, it's really hard to get flagged there. And I got flagged and, um, flagged means you get bounced. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Um, cut off. You're not allowed. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Done. Um, and so, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I woke up the next day and it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's really weird. Like something just changed. Um, and I couldn't take it anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I was in like a really negative relationship that wasn't supportive and, um, I wasn't getting any support there and I ended up, um, actually reaching out to somebody that I barely knew, but was friends with on Facebook, like 90% of everybody's Facebook friends. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I reached out to somebody that had been open about their recovery and, um, they sent me to a 12 step meeting and oh. yep. That's Went your sobriety from- date. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. There you go. And you still go to meetings? Um, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I go. Um, I'm not going as much as I used to just because I've been pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, That's what you get. Yeah. But um but yeah, I go every week and sponsor people and have a sponsor and whatnot. So good. You yeah, you said you do those things? Yeah, 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 I I do twelve step things. Um, Well (laughs) twelve step like things. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's all good. 
yeah. Um, so from a from the people around you standpoint, you said you were in a relationship that wasn't healthy or, or supportive. Um, how about other like friends and family? Were, were they aware of what was going on with you? Were there were they yeah. relieved? Were they like I didn't know you had a problem? Oh yeah, no, everybody knew. Everyone like knew. I, <laughs> and that's why uh, when I entered recovery, I was like, why do I need to be anonymous about this? Like mm-hmm. I was such a public drunk like everyone (laughs) (laughs) i've blown my anonymity already (laughs) everybody knows (laughs) like if uh if anybody had seen me while drinking and then randomly passed me on the street smoking a cigarette outside of a church like they knew what i was doing (laughs) so um so yeah no nobody was uh surprised i'm sure um co-workers like anybody that I knew professionally was probably surprised I mean if they even knew that I got sober but um are you working in a newspaper a magazine or where are you, where are you working at this point at that point I was uh I was working for a publishing um company okay so so yeah I was working in publishing um and yeah and I I don't know I mean maybe mm-hmm. who knows I mean I would nap in my car <laughs> Yeah. Like all my lunch breaks and stuff, so maybe they did know. Uh, <laughs> but maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. Where's uh, Will taking her car nap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you drink at work? No, okay. no, never. I was. Um, That's good. Yeah, I considered myself like a weekend warrior, but like at the end, my weekends were like. Tuesday. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> they were like Thursday through Monday. Wednesday. So, so you, yeah. binged, you binged hard on the weekends. Yeah. Like super hard. Mm-hmm. Cool. And when did it hit you in, in the rooms where you were like, there's something here. There's something like, when did this idea for this blog happen? Um, yeah. Cause it's funny. We all sit. It's funny. And I think this idea of, of, you know, lots of, uh, internet sites have tried to do this mm-hmm. and just capture people's stories. And there's something really striking about yours. The mm-hmm. photography is amazing. Right. Yeah. The audio is amazing. The quality of it, and just the whole, it gives it this resonance or something that's not in the other sites that mm-hmm. I think is really beautiful. And and the, the name's great. Just, you know, we all, the rooms is such a term, you know, it's in the rooms and, and whatever. And just this idea of bringing those things that we all mm-hmm. experience in the rooms outside the rooms so that everyone can hear it. And so it's just a really, really nice thing. And there's a tone. There's a, a tone to the stories, too, that I think, even though they're all completely different, and I live kind of addicted in their own mm-hmm. Yeah. You got lost in them today. I did. I, did. I got stuck on a rabbit hole uh, last night. But uh, it, there just doesn't seem to be any of that. Sometimes when you're in the rooms and you hear these drunk logs, sometimes it almost sounds like a not one-upsmanship, but there's just yeah. showmanship. Right. It. Yeah. There's an honesty. Yeah. They're, they're pretty laid bare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Because there's no audience there, so you don't Sorry. feel like you have to. You're right. We're going to figure exactly it out on right. our own, Jill. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying about your site, Jill. <laughs> anyway, we're just, suffice it to say, we, we think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So, where did Yeah, tell us the yeah. origin of the idea. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves... Meeting coffee. How cool is that? The official coffee of the Sense Right Now podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I'm... 
I I was just trying to like capture the experience that I have when I'm sitting at a meeting talking to somebody or sitting down with somebody one-on-one um listening to their story and I think um like it would be easier uh when I first had the idea I was like oh cool like maybe I can write a form and people can fill it out and just like write out their stories but I think you know with a journalism background um I like to capture like the narrative that you would hear at a 12-step meeting Mm -hmm. um because I think that's a narrative, like whether you're um, in a 12-step program or not, that works. Um, like the narrative alone. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I think, I, I don't know. It, it's like an intimate process. Like everybody um, who I've met, it's just the two of us. And like a majority of them I've never met before. Um, and so you know, normally I'll, I'll go and we'll sit down and get to know each other a little bit and then they'll just release their whole story to me. Yeah. And I think, I think there's like a therapeutic, mm-hmm. there's something therapeutic about it. Um, totally. yeah. And, and, I, and it's interesting. Cause it's going to be captured forever. I think there's something really cool about that. Mm-hmm. Like to, to, it's like, you know, giving your, giving something and it's going to be there for a while. It's just cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you, are there some stories that you like the the two or three that are just like these are amazing that have just changed you that you've heard anything on the site that like a newbie would go check out go check out these ones oh man uh there are like so many yeah, there are yeah. so many um it, it's crazy like the editing has taken so long right. that i've i think i'm up to 109 and i only have like wow. 50 something on the site it's insane yeah, um oh, you're, i know you you have 59 in the can and you still got oh my gosh yeah yeah like i have like 109 total i think at this point um yeah it's a lot of stories so i like you know some of uh my stories aren't like favorite stories aren't even up yet but um man i don't know like some of them are just so good like i what the ones that like really resonate with me um are the prison stories Um, because I think that's like a huge crisis, um, and like the solution that like our government sees, um, for addiction. And, um, so I think the first one that like really, really hit me was, uh, this girl, Chelsea, who, um, went into prison, uh, for a couple years and ended up training, uh, to become a marathon runner while she was in prison. Um, yeah. And so she had gotten clean four months before she had to go to prison and then went there, stayed clean, um, came out and is now like running marathons multiple times she a year in prison, literally ran in place in her cell. Alone. In place. I was just going to ask like at the track or in the cell. Like, yeah. in- <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, that's a wow. really early one. Yeah. I don't think I read that one. That's, a, um, that's incredible. Um, yeah, it, it was an incredible story. And you know what's what what struck me about it early on, coming from outside the the uh, the more well known rooms, the the original rooms, mm-hmm. was that um, the what I saw as a double entendre, and I imagine it is, is that you have these people in their rooms. Yeah, um, and it's it's not the 
drunkalog in a smoky church basement in front of people. That's it's what what I, what I find striking is it's these people in their homes, you know, mini, you know, just with this beautiful natural light on them is what really drew, drew me into it. And uh, from a from a visual standpoint, and that's uh, you know sort of that 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 warmth and vulnerability and sincerity is what really. Um, you know, is that you capture well. And, you know, I don't have the experience of sitting in the rooms mm-hmm. and in hearing people mm-hmm. tell their stories that way. So, um, you know, this to me is, is what the rooms are, um, for, you know, which is interesting yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's that's what you're, the service you're providing for people that don't don't really do AA or 12 steps. Um, but uh, Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and that's the, I mean, it's ultimately, that's why, you know, the genius of recovery is, one drunk helping another and, exactly and you and it's always like that if you go any meeting at some point you know they tell you to keep coming back until you hear your story and that's right. that's right. like the truth you know and you and you know you hear speakers like i can't really like that guy but eventually i've heard my story from other people a million you know mm-hmm. lots of guys just exactly like me yeah 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 yeah, to have it out there. So, yeah, pe- it's it's amazing. Yeah, people who don't, you know, it's like you can get so much out of it. Cool. Yeah, and and I think like whether people are in recovery or not in recovery, I think if they stay on the site long enough, they're still going to hear their story in some in some way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something that they can identify with, um, and some of the struggles that people have faced. You know, so from a logistical standpoint as i'm just i'm thinking about all these stories i'm still thinking about a hundred and some odd stories that you're talking about having and periodically you know you, we see you, you'll post like your your travel plan um <laughs> how, have you come to st louis <laughs> she hasn't yet have you no no, no not yet you're, you're gonna call us right yeah <laughs> all, right. all right um but i mean how does that how does it work out you teach and then you have time off and you, you plot a what three, four day trip or something somewhere. Yeah, it's, um, so (laughs) I don't even know, uh, like how I've managed to swing this. Um, I'm going to ask you how you fund it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I was in grad school when I started the project. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was actually, I was swinging like a lot of things at the same time and then teaching as well, um, and the project. And so finally I got school off my plate. And, uh, and so basically I have, um, or at least up until this semester, I had a relatively, uh, flexible, uh, teaching schedule. So that enabled me to take weekends. Um, so if I wanted to do like a mini weekend trip, then that would work. Um, but other than that, I've, Really, um, for a majority of the states that I've included, I've done three major road trips for it. So, yeah. So the first one was from Philadelphia to Illinois. And then the second one was from Philadelphia up to Maine. And then the third one, um, I went down to Florida. And then I came up um, through the Midwest. And then I came back over um, to Philadelphia from there. Wow. So, yeah. So there point to avoid St. Louis each time. <laughs> <laughs> it is really bizarre how that's managed. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, yeah, but uh, no, I'll make it. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely make it over there. All right. Yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. So, so they've um, you know, mainly I've planned the trips around having connected with like a few people in different locations and then kind of connected the dots and then tried to fill people in, in between. So I wouldn't be like wasting driving through a state. Yeah. Um, These are people you've never met and you, yeah. out, you go to their house. Yeah. Shoot them. Yeah. Them. <laughs> I, I love the documentary nature That's of crazy. social media though. Like when you went to uh, Kat's house and, and you were talking about how it was the first oh. time somebody made you a home, home cooked meal. That was so cool. I loved that. Yeah. Um, that was such, that was like one of my most memorable times as well. Kat and her husband, Ronnie. Right. Were yeah. Amazing. yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, there's something really, I, I don't know. And is it the just yeah. immediacy of it and the, the documentary nature of it and the, the connection of it mm-hmm. and the real time nature of it. All of that is just, um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's phenomenal. It's, it's moving and it's powerful and it's just really cool. Um, oh, the, the site or the, oh, the rooms project. Yeah. And do you ever think about, uh, video capturing any of this on, on moving to the next? Yeah, I've, um, do you, I mean, I've definitely thought about it. I, um, (laughs) Yeah, it's so much editing, though. I know. I, um, it, it's weird. I think that, so, I mean, I what I know best is photography, and so that's why I started with photos. But um, I've definitely considered doing video, but I think having a video camera, people are more intimidated by a video camera than they are by or, an audio recorder mm-hmm. um, or a still camera. That's a good point. And I think that changes, I think, the the nature of, like, the entire process. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, um, that's my fancy way of saying that I really don't want to edit all that video. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I, that's understandable. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I would love to. Um, I, it would just require, you know, a team of people. And, again, it would be, like, it's whole a whole other project, yeah, a really. Yeah, different Is it just you in the car on these trips? Yeah. You don't get yeah. a sidekick or a helper or a schlepper? Intern. No? Intern? No. No. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> a Foley artist? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just throwing things at her. <laughs> yeah, it's just me alone, which is, uh, yeah, right. which is interesting. Yeah. Such a good point about video. I mean, I, personally speaking, I don't want it to be ruined. I think it's just... Yeah, no, it is a good point. It is. Me yeah. too. A vodcast. Oh, Periscope, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. They got to, like, brush it. We got to, like, put pants on. <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's so true. That, I mean, I did um, a video interview. Like, somebody interviewed me for th- this project, and it was the worst interview I've ever given because I was so nervous conscious yeah. of ev- my movements right. and like yeah. ever it was just uh were you a stiff did you come across as stiff when you watched it or were, were you like yeah, i was you better like, than you thought i was sloppy i was a mess <laughs> i was fidgety and sloppy and like i, I don't know it was really weird that's, I know, um, it's hard, hard to watch yourself. 
And it's hard to go back and listen to yourself. Watching yourself is even worse. Yeah. Painful. I know. That is brutal. Yeah. And thus, you're a photographer. Yep. <laughs> Taking the easier, softer way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so we, we always come to the point of the show where we ask the guest if they're going yeah. to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, okay. I Of course I'm going. I have figured out nothing logistically you, you would yet. Drive. You would drive there probably, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's a couple hours away. I have zero excuse to not be there. It's okay. two it's two and a half hours from my house. So you could get a lot oh, of people yeah. for the project, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I, of national monuments, which I think is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm excited to go. Um, I mean, I'm not really. People have suggested that I like go and like organize a group around the project, mm-hmm. but I think. I don't know. I would rather go just as like a per, like an individual that's yeah. in recovery. Yeah. 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 It does. It that's gets, cool. it gets tricky logistically. I mean, I think, you know, we're going together and, um, but you know, and we'll probably do some things that are to some, I don't know. It remains to be seen what we end up doing. That's sort of in a official sense right now, clean and sober capacity and like what we collect. Like we went to, um, a, a founder's day in Akron mm-hmm. and that, that, I don't think I had, had planned. I realized, wait, this is an Alcoholics Anonymous thing, so we can't really record stuff, I guess. And like, yeah. like I didn't know the, I didn't yeah. know the rules. Like, I wanted to take pictures of people, and it's like that's probably weird. It's like stealing your soul. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it is like a if big I'm Indian in because I was in a meeting. You know, it was like I, I didn't realize where I was when we sat down in the amphitheater. It was like this is essentially a giant AA meeting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so off your phones, and I'm like. I do have a panorama picture of that entire meeting, though. I will just say that I took it. I mean, every, yeah, it's Founders Day. Because it was did you guys, cool. Did you guys go to Dr. Bob's house? We did. Have you been to Dr. Bob's? Yeah, on one of my, my first trip that I took for the project, wow. I went to Dr. Bob's. Nice. Yeah, and actually, the volunteer that was there told me that um, – the big book was actually like all the stories in the back of the big book. Some of them were transcribed by a reporter because these guys just like couldn't get their shit together. (laughs) Um, It was the original rooms project. Yeah. I, he told me that and it like gave me chills. I was like, wow. Um, so that's pretty cool. That is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah. 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 We got pictures. No, that was cool, though, wasn't it? Was that like that was an amazing experience? I was deeply moved by that whole thing going to to his house. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. like the first ever rehab, basically. Yeah, right. I know. And that whole story. So then you went to the Mayfair Hotel. Did you go do that? I no, know. I. Yeah, the only thing I did, I went, I went to Doctor Bob's and I bought like one of their mugs that they had. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just to, it says it says I I drank at Doctor Bob's oh, on funny. it. Yeah. I yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, there's our picture. Matt's showing us our picture at yeah, the kitchen table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And so, uh, so we'll see you in in DC. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, what? So what's the, where's the next trip? Where's the future? What's the oh, future God. hold for uh, the Rooms Project? Um, Alaska, Hawaii, Cal- West Coast? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Canada? Uh, yeah, I have to... Uh, I need money, and yes. so... <laughs> right. That's yeah, something... Let's talk, 
Let's talk about money. Yeah, let's do. Let's talk about how fun, how you fund who's this paying thing. gas on this yeah. trip. Yeah. So a bunch of amazing people uh, kickstarted all of my travel. So they, yeah, I, I did a Kickstarter campaign to pay for um, my travel, which was awesome. So my hotels, my gas, like food, everything um, was covered through uh, Kickstarter funding. But obviously, you know, I ran out. So I'm sure. Um, you know, at some point I'll do maybe another campaign or look for a grant so that I could take another trip. Um, you got a wee little donate link buried in Yeah, there. I know. It's really, it's, uh, Come on, I had. Chris is saying you need a bigger donate link. Yeah. <laughs> button. Well, donate. I have, it's like, it's really frustrating because I have, I have a master's degree in like user experience and like all oh. that stuff. Wow. Yeah. But I have yet to actually design the site. Like at this point, I'm just like, I don't know. It's a blog. Like just throw it up there and I'll figure it out later. Um, so, so yeah, I'm sure I could make that more prominent. And <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get you trip funded. Uh, um, oh, man. Yeah, no, I mean, because, you know, we, we're talking about that sort of a lot more lately and how, uh, you know, what you're doing is a, is a very, you know, genuine, uh, sincere um, thing. And it, it, it is tricky to then put, you know, a dollar sign anywhere near it, right? Uh, right. It feels a little weird, at least to me. I think we were talking about that in the pre-call. Um, yeah. But, you know... Um, you know, I think I, I, I've—I uh, can't think of who I was talking to, but you know, saying it's okay to to, I guess, ask for help. You yeah, know, if it's yeah. just to to mitigate what you're doing, at least you know, um, right? And, yeah, and, uh, and you know, from from those that can to each uh, according yeah. to their totally. needs, right? Or yeah. it's, well, it's, much a, it's right. funny because it's kind of a, it's as much an art project as it is a, anything else, kind of. Yeah, you know, in a real way, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so you're, you're you're working on the next trip. You're working on figuring out the next funding. Yeah. Do we talk about we? Oh, in the pre-call, I was asking about prints. Um, yeah, yeah. And the revolution. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's an opportunity. I think. I think, like at this stage, I'm just trying to get everything edited and like compiled that I have right now. Because um, you have a day job. Right, right. So I, I am so working. To, I bet. <laughs> so you, like, how do you do that? What's your part? You do one a day or one a week or what? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I've like slowly developed a process. I've had to outsource like all of the transcription. At first I was transcribing everything by hand, which is insane. Yeah, um, yeah. For that, isn't there? there no, I, I, trust me, I bought one and it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was, no, definitely not. Um, so yeah, so I've been, uh, outsourcing that. And then, uh, another like kind of cute part of it is that my, my dad who like me going, into recovery knew nothing about recovery as a writer. And so he actually edits all of the stories to make them oh, like cool. clean up. Yeah. So, so the he, family thing. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So he like learns a little bit about like recovery and addiction, um, through it as well. Um, and I try to, I try to like guilt students into helping me as well. <laughs> I wish I could like a guilt into <laughs> transcribing and editing. 
Yeah. So hey, speaking of family, can we talk about, is there any yeah. uh, history in yours? Oh, of um, like addiction? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not my immediate family. No, mm. <laughs> I'm definitely the black sheep there. So um, yeah, my parents uh, are the type of people that like leave half a glass of wine behind, like those crazy people. Yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> I'm like, what is yeah, this? Um, and so, so yeah, not with them, but, um, definitely, you know, grandparents, aunts and uncles. Yeah. So I think it like hopped over everybody and then just like, uh, yeah, crushed you, killed me. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Um, but I'm sure, uh, they could all use, uh, their own like recovery program for, you know, for other stuff. Maybe a little Al-Anon, all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, is that something, uh, do, do you suggest that? Did, you, did anybody do that? Did, has um, any of that happened at all? Because here's what I'm asking, because, you know, one of the things, getting sober outside of any program is I was just so naive about what it meant, I, I think, uh, as a, a lifelong decision about what I was doing. Um, that I just never, you know, I never proposed that or thought that that would benefit anybody around me and my family. Um, so it's been, you know, I'm still doing education, you know, 17 years later. So, yeah. Go I ahead, mean, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I think my, my parents could definitely benefit. Yeah. Um, but you know, like that's not for me. Sure. I, I don't know. I just let it go. We'll okay. see what happens. Yeah. I've tried to like subtly push my mom <laughs> in that direction yeah. by like randomly introducing her to people that are in other programs. But, uh, that's funny. yeah, yeah, we'll see. But yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, thanks for talking to us. That yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And, this was uh, great. Yeah. And we will definitely see you. I'm still trying to figure out how the best way to like hook up with everybody. hook up with everybody. I think uh, I don't know. Well, Should we do it like a dead show, like where there's a balloon where we just hang <laughs> the balloons? Fellowship or oh, that's that's a meeting is. <laughs> a big balloon. Put up a big balloon, yeah. and that's you know. Yeah. Yeah. Since right I don't know. It, yeah, it's it's gonna be. Well, Twitter, right? I mean, Twitter's good. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could find each other. That it's gonna be so crazy. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how long are you guys staying? We're getting in the third, and we're leaving the fifth as it stands. Yes. Okay. Because um, then I, you know, uh, I guess a little bit recently, they, they've there's they, the fifth is like uh, I don't know the day of action or something where everybody marches on. <laughs> I don't know what. Something. I don't know what people <laughs> march on Congress. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that <laughs> I just I'm packing my pitchfork though. Yeah. That <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know what to expect, but yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah, so, it will be fun. That's kind of how we're approaching. Yeah. So we'll see you there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll All be right. there. All right, we'll send up a flare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we like make like a call that we have that we just like like a bird call? <laughs> 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 that's it that is it yeah 
We'll, we'll have to coordinate something. We'll All figure right. it out. Yeah, it sounds good. I'll get my best people on it. All right. All right. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Jill. So, yeah, been a it was pleasure. terrific. And, uh, Keep yeah. up the good work. Yeah, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. All right. All right have a good night. Bye.